0: Now let's listen to a great program.
1: Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John fourteen twenty six. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful enkindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. This is Trinity Sunday. The first reading is Proverbs eight twenty-two to 31. The Lord begot me, the firstborn of his ways, the forerunner of his prodigies of long ago. From of old I was poured forth at the first, before the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains or springs of water. Before the mountains were settled into place. Before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet the earth and the fields were not made, nor the first clods of the world. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he marked out the vault over the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he fixed fast the foundations of the earth, when he set for the sea its limit, so that the waters should not transgress his command. Then there was Then was I beside him as his craftsman, and I was his delight day by day, playing before him all the while, playing on the surface of this earth. And I found delight in the sons of men. The word of the Lord. Personal. In what way can you take delight in those around you and show the wisdom of God? Deacon Ken, through teaching, preaching the word of God and preaching the word of God. And I answer that by thinking of of others needs rather than my own. How can you recognize the wisdom of God? Deacon Ken, in loving others the way he loves you. And I answer that through his word. What do you need to do to see it clearly playing on the surface of the earth? Deacon Kent, be open to the power of the Holy Spirit. And I answered, look at what is all around me. And by taking delight in the people I encounter. The commentary. The book of Proverbs gives us a person's poetic demonstration of God's wisdom. Christian believes believers have always read this passage as a prophetic allusion to Jesus Christ, the second person of the Blessed Trinity. This reading was about the word that would be made flesh in Jesus. Nothing is more immediate than the awesome spectacle of life, and nothing is more real than the wonder of creation. Today's reading shows us how to discern God's hand at work in the world and how to see the Father's life-giving energy behind every created beauty. The mystic in us knows God as we are struck with a sense of the sacred while gazing at a sunset. God is telling us that wisdom is the foundation of which all life is built on which all life is built. Today's reading shows wisdom as being the special attribute of God. Wisdom was present at the creation and works even today with the creator as in the beauty of the sunset. Wisdom affects every aspect of our entire lives from beginning to end. You need to be sure that God's wisdom flows through you and opens all corners of your life to God's direction and guidance. Wisdom will be our main attribute when we put God first in our lives. Look at your values and priorities. What is most important to you? Where is God on the list? Keep him first in everything you do. He will crown your efforts with his wisdom and his understanding. You will see others with spiritual vision instead of plain human vision. Remember, the difference between wisdom and common sense is that common sense is the ability God gives to all people to think and make choices. He only gives wisdom to those who follow him. A second reading is Romans 5, 1 to 5. Now that we have been justified by faith, we are at peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have gained access by faith to the grace in which we now stand, and we boast of our hope for the glory of God. But not only that, we even boast of our afflictions. We know that affliction makes for endurance and endurance for tested virtue and tested virtue for hope. And this hope will not leave us disappointed because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us the word of the Lord. Personal. Personal. In what way has affliction produced endurance in your life? What has kept you going on? And how has the peace of God been evident in you, you during affliction? Deacon Can answered, it has given me hope in his love and mercy. It has given me rebirth through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I answer that when I get down, I persevere in prayer. The love of God. I keep on doing what I am called to do. Listen and obey God's word. The commentary. In this reading, St. Paul states that the core of our belief in the Trinity is that we come to the Father through Jesus in the love, which is the Holy Spirit. Paul was writing to ordinary Christians like us about the experience of God's love flooding the human heart. Nothing is more tangible than an intensely felt love or even our longing for it. And Paul boldly connects that experience with the Holy Spirit. Paul is speaking about a peace that means being reconciled with God, knowing that he loves you not for what you do, but simply because of who you are. Jesus paid the price for this special kind of relationship with his death on the cross. Because of Jesus, we have entry into the presence of the King of Kings, and entry into the haven of God's grace. Our relationship with God has begun in faith, which reveals to us that we are delivered from our past by Christ's death. Hope grows as we learn all that God has in store for us. And God's love supplies all our needs and enables us to reach out to others. In the future, we will become. But now we must overcome. Scripture tells us that eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor can man even comprehend what God has in mind for those who believe in him. We can put all of our trust in God because he is in control of our future. We can look at our times of difficulties and know even if we do not understand how, that we will grow emotionally as well as spiritually. Problems we run into will develop uh, Will develop our patience, which in turn will strengthen our character and deepen our trust in God. Thank God for these opportunities to grow and deal with them in his strength. The gospel for this Trinity Sunday is John sixteen twelve to 15. I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. When he comes, however, being the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will speak only what he hears and will announce to you the things to come. In doing this, he will give glory to me, because he will have received from me what he will announce to you. All that the Father has, has belongs to me. That is why I said that what he will announce to you, he will have from me. Questions. What was the reason Jesus did not tell his disciples anymore? John sixteen twelve. Because they could not bear it at any that time. How did Jesus speak the parables to his disciples? Mark 4 33 says, by means of many such parables, he taught them the message in a way they could understand. Whom did Jesus say will guide us to the all truth, the spirit of truth? And what will he speak and declare to us? John 16, 13 says, He will not speak on his own, but will speak only what he hears and will announce to you the things to come. My hearing is not so good. I wear hearing aids, but that's no excuse for me because he speaks to me in my heart. I have to really listen, especially in my prayer time. St. Mother Teresa says, be faithful to the time spent in prayer and make sure that at least half of your prayer is spent in silence. And what does Jesus ask you to be consecrated? And what is truth? John seventeen seventeen says, consecrate them by means of truth. Your word is truth. He has blessed us so much. His word guides us to a deep personal relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, our one true God. We come to know, love, and serve him through his word and through those who know his word, the church. Who will teach you and remind you of everything Jesus did? John 14:26 tells us, "We know that scripture well." the Holy Spirit, who testifies to Jesus, and what are you also able to do, also to do? Jesus said to his disciples, when the Paraclete comes, the Spirit of truth, who comes from the Father, and whom I myself will send from the Father, he will be a witness on my behalf. You must be a witness as well. For you have been with me from the beginning. I bear witness by responding to the word of God. What did Jesus say you would do if you love him? And for what would he ask the father? John 14, 15 to 17 says, If you love me and obey the commands I give you, I will ask the father and he will give you another paraclete to be with you always. What will the spirit of truth do? And what will he give or tell, tell you? Jesus said, in doing this, he will give glory to me because he will have received from me what he will announce to you. What belongs to Jesus and what is he giving you? John sixteen fifteen. all that the father has, what was announced to him. What did the father say to the son and who was with him? Luke 15, 31. My son replied the father, you are with me always and everything I have is yours. Personal. How has God's spirit guided you and taught you about Jesus and how to apply what he taught you to your life? Give a specific example. Deacon Kant, he has taught me everything that I know about Jesus. He has given me the gifts to uplift the community and to love the unlovable. And I answer that through his word and the love people show one another by sacrificing my time, talent, and treasure for the good of others. The commentary. Jesus teaches the apostles about the availability of the Holy Spirit. He told them that the Holy Spirit would teach them about the nature of their ministry. He also told them that they would face very difficult opposition and that the outcome of their opposition would be revealed by the Holy Spirit. They did not understand any of this until after Jesus' death and resurrection. The Holy Spirit then revealed truths to them, and they in turn formed the writing of the New Testament. It is very important for you to remember that the truth into which the Holy Spirit guides you is the truth about Christ. The name for his followers bringing the real revealed truth about Christ to all men through generation after generation is Christian. Tradition. Understanding of this revelation is bound to be an ongoing process because Jesus knew that the disciples were not capable of understanding at that point in time. He knew that his spirit that followed him would enlighten, empower, and sanctify his followers. He knew that they would need time to fully understand their role in bringing Christianity to the waiting world. He knows of our limitations today, and he has left the same Holy Spirit for us to receive and to empower us. The development of the apostles' faith and the faith of the early church demonstrate to the whole world That the Holy Spirit is revealing the truth of Christ to all peoples. All truth is God's truth. And the revelation of all truth is the work of the Holy Spirit. When you say yes, Lord, the power of the Holy Spirit reveals to you that you are at last really set free. Jesus is the truth. And only through him can you really be free. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. John 8, 32. Application. In the first reading, the word was made flesh, and he dwelt in their midst. John 1, 14. The second reading shows the core of the Holy Trinity. As we come to the Father through Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. We see in the gospel that behind all truth is the presence of God. This week, let us celebrate the Blessed Trinity by being open to the power that the Holy Spirit has given us. We have seen that the real power is the power of truth. This week, speak to your family only in the spirit of truth. Truth means being humble gentle and obedient to god's holy word your words of truth matched by your actions of service will show those around you that the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit are alive within you in the name of jesus will set you as well as others free let us pray Thank you, Lord, for this lesson. We thank you for teaching us on the the Holy Spirit. Last week was Pentecost, and the power of your spirit that's come to us to teach us all things. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. To more fully participate each week, you may visit
0: the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org, that's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G, to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at Magnificat-Ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at CST at or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.